This is 51st Dates, and I'm your host, Jolie Moore. They say that hindsight is 2020. I decided to find out if that's true. Every week, I'm going to read a chapter from my memoir, 51st Dates, then give you the backstory and commentary on what really went down. It's been two whole years since I went on these dates, and I'll be experiencing them along with you as I read. We'll find out together if my future self learned anything. I don't know if I have anything figured out, but at least we'll share some laughs along the way. Dating in Southern California is nothing if not entertaining. Ready? Strap in. Let's go. Chapter 6. I blame it on Reddit. 99 books. February 2nd. I blame Reddit for this date. I was surfing OkCupid and got the usual notification about someone liking me. I clicked over and there was a new guy. He was an actor who loved to read and though not the cutest was quite pleasant looking. But there was a single fact that stopped me. He listed his height at 5 foot 4 inches tall. I'm not a height queen. I'm short, so it doesn't much matter to me. My main issue is that I really don't want to outweigh them, so slight guys aren't for me. 99 books wasn't slight, but he was short. Before starting this little dating project, Reddit wasn't something I ever read, but I was googling whether guys on Mumble will ever meet in person and came upon a thread titled, Gentlemen Under Six Foot Zero, about dating and height. Of course, lots of men, both over and under six feet, made lots of comments about women are far more particular in dating apps than they are in real life. Like any woman with an ounce of compassion and empathy, I started feeling quite shallow myself. I made a comment on the gentleman under six feet thread about having a few things in common with a short guy, but not swiping right. That was followed by an immediate ouch comment from another guy. I'd read further down how guys who said they were otherwise perfectly fine were often, if not mostly, overlooked if they were five foot eight or under. Ouch was right. Sufficiently induced by guilt, I went back to the app and swiped right. His first message to me was probably a heavy dose of foreshadowing. 99 books. There's one thing that I'm not thrilled with in regards to dating. I have a roommate temporarily. As an artist, I'm sure you might understand. Me? I hope that's not too stressful. Because for me, a roommate would be stressful. Introvert plus the potential of someone being messy stresses me out. My last roommate was my ex-husband. The fact that he felt like an annoying roommate was probably a huge problem in and of itself. Which is why I was single and dating. 99 books. Only when I lose a chance to date someone I'm interested in. Since I live alone, roommates weren't a big issue though I could see how it would be awkward hanging out at some guy's house because all the advice is that you have to at least see a guy's house to make sure he's single, not crazy, not homeless, etc., etc., with someone else there, especially after a certain age. But Southern California is expensive, so I was trying to be more generous. I'm gathering financial security wasn't one of 99 Buck's traits, but for now that wasn't important to me. I was happily supporting myself. I wasn't looking for anyone to support me. I was looking for a friend for dinner, for theater, for intimacy, like FWB had summarized. This wasn't a search for a billionaire, just for a companion, a cute one with long hair and creativity, preferably. Over the next couple of weekdays texting, I learned 99 Books was from Michigan. 
and thought himself a flirty goofball. He liked how I looked. That was trying to be a constant refrain. Personally, it felt like a given on a dating app, but men really like to mention it time and again. I don't mind a compliment. Might even like one from the right guy at the right time, but before I met them, wasn't that great. It was kind of superficial because I was more than how I looked. 99 books. Do you have a type of guy you like or a list of must-haves? Now, I made a list pages back of my type and 99 books didn't fit within those narrow parameters. Every book, person, advice giver suggested dating outside of narrow parameters because one never knew. That wasn't something I was going to include in a text, though. Me. Before I answer, an explanation is welcome. Otherwise, I'll probably say random stuff that doesn't answer you. And talking at cross purposes. 99 books. Okay, I asked because I've been having dating troubles and I'm always looking for ways to improve. Not sure if it's me or something outside of myself. Nothing says confidence like a guy you haven't met in person telling you that he's got dating troubles bigger than his roommate. Me. I'm currently like two months in an advice calmness obsession. One calmness insists that you are always the common denominator. In theory, a trusted friend will tell you the unvarnished truth of asked. That's totally unsolicited advice with me having zero knowledge. It comes with a grain of salt. I've got a handle on my issues, but that's what therapy has been wonderful for. Also, a friend recently gave me my own unvarnished truth. It was something another friend said more than 20 years ago. I heard it better this go round, and I'll work on it, or not, depending on, well, who knows what. But I can't say someone didn't tell me. The unvarnished truth was that I was difficult to get to know. I grew up in one of those families where no one ever talked about emotions. Everything else? Sure. Emotions? Never. 20 years ago, I didn't much care about it. These days, I could very much see how I could hold me back. I'd started practicing on friends, trying to show my love and appreciation for the very smart women I'm happy to call my friends. Dating was the next frontier. 99 books. But you are correct. I am the common denominator. My friends tell me to be patient and that things are turning around for me in all areas of my life. Just take some recognition and understanding on the part of the other person. Okay, I've had some struggles, but I keep fighting. I just wish someone would see that instead of the absence of. I'm a unique person. I'm intelligent, talented, polite, caring, funny, and well-spoken. I have things to offer. I can be romantic. Me. I try to look at it this way. If people give you a quick no, then you can move on to yes, quicker. I used to hate it. Hate it when people said that kind of thing to me. And there was a lot of that advice in a particular period of my life. But I live by it now because changing other people's minds isn't my superpower. 99 books. Very well put. I know my life isn't perfect right now, but I stay positive. I like your vibe. That was followed by a lot of good nights and good mornings until we agreed to meet on Saturday afternoon. It would have been one at five, but his dating problem confessional moved him up to decaf coffee at four. 99 books. That works fine. Something relaxing. I'll plan the next date should there be one. I'm sorry if it fell to you to do it this time. Okay. You actually sound pretty awesome. Extraordinary. Are you a really serious person? Me? Probably. Lighthearted and fun were not traits that were often used to describe me. 99 books. Okay, well, I will hopefully provide a balance. I can be serious when need be, but I like to make people laugh. I will tell you more in person, but for now I will say that I am just a nice guy who's come to a point where I don't need anyone, but it would be nice to have someone. And take it a step at a time, trying to find my piece of heaven. I wasn't laughing yet. 
He next asked me if I had read a book called Infinite Jest. David Foster Wallace and the title's 388 Endnotes wasn't on my list of romance and mysteries that were my nighttime bread and butter. I'd let go of reading books that challenged me to stay awake and replace them instead with books that challenged me to look at my emotions. This seemed much more important at this stage in my life. To each his own, though. Me? What are you wearing? 99 books, gray pants, a black v-neck, and a peacoat. I made a mental note until a new text came in. Actually, I will wear the nicer shirt. Had I not rated the best shirt in the first time around, I was thinking he should censor himself and run all this stuff in front of all those friends who'd maybe help him with dating. Of course, it was raining again. This winter had been the rainiest in a long time. It was a bonus that the Grove provided golf umbrellas, so my cashmere will stay dry on the walkover from the valet to the bookstore. I took myself up to the coffee shop in Barnes & Noble, and while I was waiting, took a look for friends' books on the shelves. Sadly, I didn't see any. The romance shelves were woefully thin. It may have been the f- my first disappointment meeting this date. He was the first who'd lied about his height. Five foot four was a stretch. He was at most my height. It was hard to tell as I was wearing boots that lifted me up an inch or two. It was apparent immediately his problem with dating. It was as if he made a point to drive all this way, but not bathe. Hair product was one thing. Greasy hair was another. He'd switched out the V-neck of whatever sort for a green plaid button-up that was buttoned all the way up. And yes, he'd worn a peacoat. It was oddly ill-fitting and out of place, though. I was very familiar with the limitations of off-the-rack clothes. I was also familiar with the magic a $10 tailoring could do. I wanted that for him, but I was going to leave that up to his friends. I ordered a tea, a very small tea. I don't remember what he ordered. I was just grateful that a table opened up. Have you heard of the 99 books challenge? He took a sip of his drink. I shook my head, but retrieved my phone from my purse. I didn't usually rely on gadgets on a date, but this one desperately needed Siri. She was happy to populate my screen with a three-page list of classic reads challenge. Are you doing this? I asked, turning the phone in his direction. I think I'm at the phase of my life when I want to challenge myself. I want to join Groundlings, get my acting career off the ground, and read these books. He said. I scrolled through the list. I haven't read War and Peace, I offered. I was satisfied to have completed the 98 book challenge. But you've read the rest? I nodded. Most in high school. I tried to carry the conversation for another hour or so. I talked about writing romance, living in Los Angeles. Then I was exhausted. I looked at my watch. It was 37 minutes after five. I stood and tossed my cup into a receptacle. I have to get back to work, I said. Let me walk you to your car. So we walked to the valet. By my account, I dragged this one out 37 minutes longer than necessary. I took myself home. It was going to be the second early night of the weekend, but the first had been far more satisfying. I took out my phone to text like I'd done before. Me, thanks for the coffee and conversation. Hope your drive back was safe. It wasn't my best conversation ender. Though I'd not yet learned to talk about emotional stuff, I'd learned how to be polite. 99 books. No problem. Thank you for meeting me. We will talk soon. Made it home safe. You look even better in person. I didn't text back. I knew it was coming. In the two or three hours while I waited for that text, I had texted a friend for advice. Me, I can't believe this. I'm well past the age when I should know how to do this. I'm Googling how to turn down a guy for a second date. Friend, you have to be direct. When his text came, I was ready. 
99 books. Hi, Jolie. How was your day? I may be breaking some unwritten rule, but I don't care. Can I see you again? I didn't know there were rules or which ones may be broken, but I took my friend's advice and a bit of Google's. Me, no rules broken. It was great meeting you Saturday, but I'm not interested in another date. Oh my God, there's so much there that I, oh my God, there's so much there. Um, he was interesting. So he, well, I'm not going to say this. He was in a couple movies. Um, and, uh, I don't even know what to say. I don't, <laughs> okay. A. Bathing is always good. Um, I should not have to smell you. He sort of smelled like wet dog, which maybe was the wool in the rain, but I wouldn't wear wool in the rain. But he was from Michigan, so I guess he has a peacoat. I used to have a peacoat. Who the hell knows what happened to that? I don't have the peacoat anymore. Um, it was cute, though. I wonder what happened to that. It was like a little navy peacoat. Mm, actually, I think I got moth-eaten, so I think it just went in the bin. Okay, so he was short. He was probably my height, which is 5'2". Um, but when I wear, like, any shoes, all my shoes have at least, like, a one-inch heel. Like, just, like, a boot, like, motorcycle boot heel, not, like, a heel heel. Um, I haven't worn a heel heel since uh, pregnancy. Before that, I would run in heels. After that, it was never the same. And I got rid of all of them except a few pair that were tucked up in the closet that I haven't worn since who knows when. I'm saving them for who knows what. Um, he was so, he, he showed up in like a plaid, like flannel, it was like heavy shirt and this pea coat, like literally buttoned to the top and like, you know, not that people shouldn't button their shirts, you know, that's a lot about his clothes. I will say that perhaps he should have worked on making a more effective presentation. Um, and maybe this is a theme. I'm starting to think that, uh. People don't do that. At least, okay. Some of the dates I went on, people made no effort. Um, I can think of a few. I just want to say bathing is good. Washing your hair is good. I'm not a hair washer everyday person, but like if your hair smells, you need to wash it. And um, what was it about him? He just felt like he was getting his life off the ground. But I mean, he was probably over 40, I guess. I don't think he was much younger. I don't remember that part. Um, but he had so many like issues. Like he couldn't figure out why he was dating and he was having like money issues. And he had this roommate and he wasn't sure what he wanted to do in his life. Um, I guess he was nice enough. I don't know, to be honest, he felt odd. But I can't like pinpoint what it was about him that felt odd. He was just really maybe just awkward. Um, he was awkward and he was trying too hard. Not trying so hard that he like bathed and like put himself together, but trying too hard in the sense that he was like really trying too hard to have like this big intellectual conversation about books. So I'll say this. So I've read a lot of books. I read a lot of books. Um, uh, I read a lot of books. 
um, I try to read, well, now I don't read as many because child and writing. So maybe I read one or two books a week. I used to read a lot more. I used to be like the romance readers that I have who like voraciously read books. I could just eat them up. Um, but after college, you know, I didn't really have that kind of time. So, um, so we had walked through this Barnes and Noble. There's a Barnes and Noble, like it's a, maybe it's a two floor. It's two stories, um, in the Grove, which is in the center of Los Angeles, um, in the Fairfax district, um, not far from where I live. West Hollywood's tiny. Um, so we walked around and he talked about like the books that he wanted to read. He was over in that section of the bookstore that's like heavily like literature I have been in that section (laughs) I have read a lot of books um I had read a lot of classics um and I do read nonfiction. although right now it's all about relationships and getting out of abusive relationships but I have read nonfiction on other things like politics and religion and race and all the other things that people read you know nonfiction about plumbing painting I mean like painting the inside of your house painting you know fixing your house art music I mean I've read a lot of books um and maybe that was the difference like so I read a lot of books but I no longer feel the need to prove to anybody that I'm some big intellectual reader I'm from New York City that's a thing maybe it's why I moved to Los Angeles in Los Angeles it's not a thing Nobody, I never go to any party in Los Angeles and people are like, what have you read lately? When I go to parties in New York, they do. I think, I don't even know if I went uh, last year or the year before. Um, the last time I was in New York City, I was at some dinner party at some friend's house or a friend of a friend or who knows. Um, usually when I go to New York City, like I have to see like all my family and all my friends and it's just basically like an exhausting like two or three week trip where I see plays family and friends, but I'm out every single night. So to be honest, I don't remember. But I remember like at some party, I was eating a kale casserole in Brooklyn. God save us all. And um, the topic of books came up and people were discussing like what like Pulitzer Prize winning books they were reading and what book of poetry was the book of the moment or whatever. Look. I'm not even pretending. Like, I read romance. I read, like, mysteries. I read thrillers. I love a good genre book. Um, And I also read self-help. And that's pretty much all I got time for right now. Um, But I'm not so much into... I'm I'm not gonna... I don't know. I may never read War and Peace. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I maybe should, but I don't think I want to. And I don't have to. I even think I may have it on audiobook. And it's like 9,000 hours. And I think, oh my God, no, no whales, no nothing. I can't do it. Oh no, that's not whales. That's um, the other book. <laughs> that one I did read. Sorry, War and Peace, no. Um, and I like Russian literature, but I, no, you know, no, maybe never. Um, so I don't sort of have that sort of bent. I feel like I did that, been there, done that. And now, you know, in the latter half of my life, I only want to read things that I enjoy because I'm not going to get any more points. Like there's no more points to be had. I'm not going to get points. I'm not going to get money. I'm not going to like win the lottery if I read like, you know, more, I don't know, mid 19th century English novels. 
Um, and I took a class called the English novel when I majored in literature in college, but not anymore. Like I just don't have the interest. I'm not saying people shouldn't. And you know, I'm thinking about it now, like I sort of maybe would like to date somebody who reads, but I sort of want them to have read. Ooh, I don't know. This sounds like a nitpicky thing that, um, really has nothing to do with the core of somebody. I'm going to have to look at that one too. Oh, wow. It was interesting. It did rain a lot. Um, but they do have golf umbrellas at the Drove. Grove. You borrow them and then you walk because it's another mall that is all outside. Obviously, there are buildings and the buildings have rooms, but the rest of the um, common area is um, all outside. So, um, I don't know. He was okay. He was short. I'm going to be honest. Maybe short is not my thing. Um, but there was no sort of spark or chemistry maybe and i'm gonna be honest like if he had say like dressed well he tried um taken a shower washed his hair and been on time maybe there would have been a second date maybe not i don't know kind of hard to say but um it was a year ago what can i say he'll be fine or he won't now I kind of want to go look him up, but I'd have to go find his name and that key that I mentioned. I don't know where that is, but um, maybe it's somewhere. I'm Jolie Moore, and this has been 51st Dates, the podcast. If you enjoyed listening, I hope you'll share, rate, and review it on Apple Podcasts. It will help others find the craziness that is dating in Southern California. Also, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. If you'd like to read ahead, my memoir, 51st Dates, is available wherever books are sold. A link is always included in the show notes. I'm also a romance writer. If you want to know more about my books, please visit joliemore.com for more information. You can also follow me on Instagram at xojoliemore and on all social media at the same handle, XO Jolie Moore. Thanks for listening, and I'll be in your ears next week.